This is First Class Counselors, another innovative podcast brought to you by Camp Hacker. First Class Counselors is dedicated to young and up-and-coming camp mavericks. By equipping and empowering our on-the-ground staff, camp directors can rest easy knowing that our campers are having the true life-changing experience that parents expect. Find our show notes and our blog for camp leaders and professionals at camphacker.tv. Hello, Camp Pros. This is Oliver Gregan, Summer and Family Camps Director at YMCA Camp Jewel. And I'm Matt Hansberger. I'm the Executive Producer of Podcasting at Go Camp Pro, and you are listening to First Class Counselors. This is a series for camp directors to give to their counselors as they hire and prepare for the upcoming summer. And hold me back if I'm repeating myself here, but we know that great camp directors know that counselors have the most important job at camp. And you might say we've been saying this all season, but you know, if you've been following us, that uh, if you're a great counselor, that will bring campers back year after year. And you are the core attribute that your camp has to help those kids make memories. So we are grateful to bring this podcast to you to help you level up your camp skills. Yeah, so thank you for turning it to First Class Counselors. Here is one specific topic that we're going to cover as fast as we can. It's the need to knows. The can't go without. The fundamentals. The basics. And what are we talking about today? Well, today is our last episode of our second season. We've put a lot of work into it. Uh, 15 episodes in total. And we want to keep it simple (laughs) today. We complicate ourselves. We do a lot of research and looking up things and getting it ready for the show. So today we're going to rest our laurels. Um, But yeah, we talked about a lot this show and we want to make sure that you know that we start every show talking and saying to ourselves, oh, this is going to be a short one. It's going to be quick. I think (laughs) we've started it. It's attrition. It's like our way to get ready for the episode. Uh, But then the show starts and we keep talking. And at the end of the recording, we still keep talking. We find more to talk about. We might just be chatty, but I like to believe that this isn't a simple job that you do as a camp counselor. It's an incredibly Mm -hmm. hard thing. And there's so many things that we need to cover or talk about. So in order to give you the best equipment and the best tools to be successful at it. And every episode that we do is respect to how hard you work as a counselor. So we want to talk about some of the favorite shows that we produced this season. We want to talk about camp this summer of 2020 because it's a historic one for many reasons. And finally, we want to talk to camp people about what it looks like in the future. What goals are you going to set for yourself in 2020 or even 2021, which we'll talk about once we talk about what's going on this summer. So yeah, we, we, it's a weird time. We're recording this, you know, in May of 2020, which is an unprecedented time um, in our in the summer camp industry. And, and um, with COVID going on, we we Oliver and I were talking. And we want to kind of strike a balance to to find something that's going to be useful for you now, and also be useful for you in the future. Because we. Uh, I wanted to say that like, we're so grateful to the people that listen to the show. Um, you know, Oliver and I have had a blast just like chatting with each other. Um, and 
it's great to know that what the sum of what we're doing is finding um, some use with you out there. And whether or not you are going to use the skills that we um, have covered on this podcast this summer, or whether you're going to use them next summer, or maybe you're going to use them in your everyday lives somewhere in between. Um, we are so grateful that you were listening and for all the emails that we got of uh, topic suggestions and the support. Um, it, it means a lot to us. And, um, I, you know, Oliver, speaking for Oliver, we, we do put in a good amount of work into this and it's great to see some of that feedback. And um, we're looking forward to another great season and looking forward to reflecting right now with this one. Yeah. So to start a reflection, we both picked uh, either a show or a theme that was really important for us that we saw this summer. And I'll kick us off by saying one of my favorite episodes we did was actually at the very beginning of the season. And that was the best bedtimes. Uh, I was a huge proponent of just having the show in general, but Mm -hmm. when we actually recorded it and finished it and I got to listen back, it's such an incredible tool because it has so many things in it that are integral to being a great camp counselor on such a small scale that you really get to see those big picture things that camp counselors need to know like about responsibility or caring or respecting your campers. And we were able to somehow melt it down into the process of just bedtime, right? Like that importance of camp. And in that episode, we were able to talk about important things about what you do structurally as a counselor, right? The routine, how, when you come up to the cabin, you stop at that front door and you say, Hey everybody, hold on, this is what we're going to do when we go inside the cabin and then following that routine when we get inside. But then also the beauty of camp in itself, where talk to campers of the past, talk to the alumni. And although they will bring up some grand stories about wandering through the woods and some amazing camp activities that they've been a part of, you will notice, and in this episode, I think we touched on it a bit, was that time that you have in the cabin with your friends is so important to that camp experience that I think if we were able to prepare counselors as best we can for that scenario of being in the cabin and putting campers to bed and those late night cabin chats that you as a counselor are going to make memories for your campers that last forever. And that's why I loved that show so much was because I knew that while we were recording it and after listening back on it was just this amazing concoction of camp wealth and knowledge that will create memories that last a lifetime. And that's really one of the big things that camp is all about. So it had a perfect combination of those two things of fundamental skills and the beautiful fundamentals of camp as well. So that, that was one of my favorites. Uh, I I think Oliver, uh, one thing I want to say too, is that that episode was really indicative of the, the idea of intention right behind being a camp counselor is that for on the surface, it can just look like you're, you know, leading kids around activities and you're telling them what to do. And, and in this case, telling them to go to bed. But when, when you dissect it and you get really deep into things, having some intention behind it um, is really important. So we don't tell, we don't let the kids go in first because we want to set that tone. We want to set that tone and environment where they can um, be calm and reflect and have those nice conversations and make those memories, right? So everything that you do as a camp counselor, if you think about it and think about the why behind it, and it, it, 
the, that why should come back to the kids. It should come back to how can we give them the best experience? And that's why we put in so much effort into discussing something that might seem so little, but again, that we can go on for a whole hour for and still not cover everything. Yeah, right. Like even uh, listening back on it, we talk about cabin chats, right? Like devos, that one little conversation that your cabin has at the end of the day. And there's one line we say in it, and I can't remember if it was you or I or um, exactly how it went, but it was essentially saying, you know, with those cabin chats, you know, you can't always guarantee a great day. Not every day is going to be perfect. But at the end of the day, if you're in that cabin, you're with a group of people who are willing to listen to you and willing to hear you out and let you know that they're here, still here to support you. That is a beautiful thing to have. And that's one of those mm-hmm. things camp does. And just talking about that best bedtime routine really helped build that into something that you could, as a counselor, take home or take to camp with you and make sure that your campers have a fantastic experience. Because I can still reflect when I was a counselor um, of having those conversations with my campers and some of those magical moments and Mm -hmm. what they meant to my campers, hopefully. So uh, that was my, I think maybe my favorite show from this past season. But uh, Matt, do you want to hit me with what your favorite show was? Yeah, sticking with the bedtime routine, uh, I I said the one that stood out to me most was helping campers who are missing home. And that one, if you've listened to the, the that episode and the follow-up one, you'll know that theme is very near and dear to my heart because uh, you know, I wouldn't be talking about camp today if it wasn't for for the camp counselor that helped me when I was missing home. And so I was really grateful that we made this we made the space and the time to go really deep into that. And uh, looking back in the show notes, we covered over 40, 40 to 60 pointers on how to recognize and what to do when a kid is missing home. Because like I always say with that scenario, when a kid is missing home and they're crying or they're feeling upset, you're just going through a book of ideas and some are going to work and some aren't going to work. And that's fine. But the intention and the care that you put into those strategies is what makes you a first class counselor, right? That is going to make that kid's experience. And the, what someone said to me once that's always stuck with me is you never know who the next camp director is. You never know who that crying kid is going to be uh, in 10 to 15 years, right? And the lives that they're going to touch because you showed that care to them. So it's, I think lastly, like I love when we can be useful to camp counselors. That's why we do this podcast. And for me, that's one of the most useful skills because as a camp counselor, especially if you're a camp counselor of an overnight camp, you are almost definitely going to use that skill. So I hope that uh, if you go back and listen to that episode or um, you have some notes from, from it before, I hope you use those skills to A, help kids feel better but B, to help prolong their camp experience if that's what's right for them. Yeah, I think the one thing about that episode that hit me so uh, close to home when you were talking about it was I've always referred to it as homesickness. And Mm. I get lost in that term because it's just so easy to say, right? It's just a word that rolls off your tongue when you've gotten used to camp. And the one thing about that episode, I remember so vividly recording it was myself constantly going, don't say homesickness. Because Matt, as the wonderful teacher that he is, taught me that I don't need to say homesickness, but I can say missing home instead, and it works just as well, and it doesn't elicit the same response. And one thing that Matt has always been really good at teaching me is language skills. So um, that's something that I've always been thinking for. But that episode, I always think back on it and just think about that. 
okay, yeah, this mm. camper is missing home. They're not homesick. Um, right. But then again, we also talk about all these wonderful pointers that we were able to put into that episode. And when Matt says we had 40 of them, I still, like, I'm sitting here going, all right, one, two, three, four, like trying to count yeah. through them. And it's, uh, it is amazing how much of that book we were able to go through in that short episode. So For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for that, bringing that up. That, that campers, when, that, when a person told me that for the first time, like, okay, we're going to try calling it campers who are missing home because they're not sick. They're not actually sick. They can make themselves sick if they're, you know, crying a lot, but that's different than being home sick. They're just missing home and we can, that, and when someone's missing home, you're like, oh, okay, I know what the problem is and I can work to solve that. But when someone's homesick, you know, it feels, it feels like it's a, like you're diagnosing them. So, so I, I appreciate that, that Oliver. And I, I'm definitely appreciative to the people in my life who have helped me with language too. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been a fun part of this too. Uh, so I'll take the next show and I'm not going to say specifically a show actually for this one. For me, um, with COVID-19, there's been a lot of time to reflect on things and go back. And we so rarely get the chance to do something like that. Cause we're always go, 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 especially when we're mm-hmm. getting into April, May, and we're prepping for summer, things get a little crazy, but things were a little bit different here where I was able to take a step back and be like, all right, there's only so much I can handle. But the most beautiful thing about this time is I got to listen to all of our episodes or most of them. I got to go through our show notes preparing for this show today. And one of the things that I noticed is we talk about the changing of behavior so much. We talk about this idea of a growth mindset. And I mean, we wouldn't do this show, I think, if Matt and I didn't have growth mindsets. What's the point of teaching if you don't believe that people can grow and change and for the better and all that? Mm-hmm. But I think that the beautiful thing throughout the show is we started to not just teach you that it's important to grow, but techniques and skills in growing. And in doing so, we were able to equip you with ways to change your behavior to best change yourself into being a great counselor. So we gave those practical skills and go through the episodes. Like it's so rich with them. You'll see things. I, Matt taught me an idea about having a visual aid and that one has stuck with me. And now I've been wearing um, a wonderful bracelet that was given to me. That's a visual aid uh, to keep me going on staying positive and thinking about camp as a whole and what it means to me and the amount of work that I put into it. And that bracelet reminds me Um, we talked about putting a list down of things to practice. We talked about, um, having pennies in your pocket and you take one penny, whatever you say, a good comment, and then you switch it to the other penny. And that means that you're practicing positive reinforcement, reinforcement, like these little things that we started talking about. And it, uh, I mean, Matt has inspired me now. I don't know if I'll go back and listen to every episode again. It is a lot of time, but knowing that we did 40 pointers on how to miss home, if I was to go through all of our episodes and see all the different change behavior techniques that we've put into these shows, I think we could be close to a hundred. Honestly, we talked about them so much. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I think I could listen and not even realize them. So that's something big. And then from watching those, I kind of said, you know, when it comes to changing your behavior, at the very least, identify what you want to change, identify the behavior. And sometimes this has to do with evaluation, which we did an entire show about. Evaluate yourself or have an appear evaluate you and find out what you want to change. That's the that's one of the big first things you hear people talk about with the change of behavior is kind of admitting that you have something that you need to change in the first place, yeah. provide a solution yeah, yeah, yeah. to change. And that's, 
That's what Matt and I, that's what Matt and I've been talking about, right? Like all those different skills and stuff, provide yourself a solution to change. So what am I going to do to change into the behavior that I want to see? And then finally practice it, right? Put those pennies in your pocket, make that list, uh, have that visual aid. And then finally, when you realize this change has happened, make sure that change is permanent. Just make sure it sticks, make sure it becomes a part of your every day. Um, and I just, yeah, this growth mindset from all of those points to the fact that every single episode ends with a get ready. I think the whole idea of learning and changing behavior for the better, I think has been a beautiful part of this season. Um, a beautiful part of the reason why we do this show. So um, that's the point that I wanted to hit for this uh, little segment. If, if I could jump in for a sec, Oliver, I think that, that what sets a first-class counselor apart is someone who's committed to growth and committed to changing and making themselves better for camp. I, you know, I wasn't always like that as a camp staff, I think, or at least when I was in LIT and a CIT, the experience was very much so about me and what I could get, you know, and the friends I was making and the, the, maybe the, the cute girls that I was interested in. But, you know, as I went through LIT and was a first year counselor, I, I started to realize that camp wasn't about me, right? And I think I'm sure that was told to me a bunch of times, but when I realized that it was about the kids and about how I could impact their experience. And then I, then as a director, I realized that my job was, was also to provide that great experience for staff. I realized that I needed to get better for them. Right. That was the reason behind me needing to change was because I could be better for the people that I was working with. And, um, what I hope, you know, we're going to talk about goals later, but what I hope for the people that listen to this is that they just, they take something or a couple of things and actually put in a committed effort to it and find, I think a couple of times we talked about accountability buddies, right? In the, in the podcast episodes, and that's just finding someone to help keep you accountable for that growth. And whether or not you're at camp, you can still be pushing that growth. So um, that's a great, I think a great like tie up for what we've talked about this season, especially Oliver. So thanks for, for bringing that to light. Yeah. I think I, I just think it's a great point. Now, Matt, I know I went into a little bit of a theme there, but do you have another episode that you really enjoyed uh, us recording this summer or this for this summer? Yeah. Yeah. I think the, going back to the camp as a real job, I think that was another earlier one in our, in, in this season. That's where we interviewed Kim Acock, who has been working on project real job with the American camp association or ACA and Kim and the, the well, the three of us together talked about how to um, apply the skills that we've learned from camp and the mindsets that we've learned. And maybe that, that growth mindset, if we're following that, that theme and apply it to, you know, finding a, either finding a job in the real world or advancing yourself at camp or just being better at articulating the skills that camp has taught us uh, over our, over our times there. Right. So recognizing that we as camp counselors, and we say this at the start of every episode that you folks listen to this are superheroes, right? You work incredibly hard, sometimes for an incredibly little amount of money and with an incredible little amount of sleep. And through all of that, you're expected to be magical, have the patience of a saint, uh, be responsible for children who are sometimes five or six years old. That is amazing. And there's no other job out there like that for people, um, camp counselors age, 
right? You're not going to find that anywhere else. So we talked all about how to translate those skills. And I think that's an extremely useful resource. And I wanted to share one of them just just as a practical kind of tip for this episode in case you missed it. Kim gave a great breakdown, um, an acronym for... uh, for interviews of how to talk about your camp experience or, or even how to rock a camp interview. This would be useful. So I'll remind you, I'll put these in the show notes, but I'll remind you of the STARRE acronym, S-T-A-R-R-E. And that was S, describe the situation or the task that you had to do in one of those so situation or task. A, what action did you take? What did you do when it came to that? R, what was the result? R, the second R was repeatability. So you were able to use that skill continuously. Then E, an emotion that gets attached to the situation, right? So if I'm talking about a camper who was missing home, I could say, okay, so there was, you know, this, this reminds me if the, if the interviewer is asking about, you know, responsibility, what, or recognizing the impact that you could have on kids. I could say, well, there was a time when there was a camper that was really, really missing home. They were really sad. And that's right situation S and T task. It was, I really wanted to help them feel better so they could sleep through the night and they could have the rest of the week at camp. I didn't want them to go home if they didn't have to. So the A, I use this skill, this thing I heard about on a podcast, maybe, uh, are the result of it was that the camper felt better and they had an amazing rest of the week at camp. And I've been able to use those skills and get better at them, repeatability. And E, it's made me feel like I can really make a difference in kids' lives. And there's the emotion that gets attached to it, right? So those, just like that was one part of that whole episode that was so great for being able to help us translate those skills. And uh, in the show notes as well, all of those resources that Kim has worked on through Project Real Job, we'll throw in the show notes uh, because it's, it's a treasure trove of knowledge. And kind of to give us a, a transition into the, the next section, I would say that in the COVID times, the time of COVID, If you're not working at camp and that's not an option for you this summer, which is hard and weird to say, or you're listening to this later and it's maybe your time to move on from camp, using the, having those skills to communicate that camp experience will be really useful. It'll be useful a for an interviewer who doesn't know what camp is. You need to be able to talk to them. Like they have no idea what it's like to be a camp counselor. Cause even though we think everyone in the world should have worked at camp, at least one, one summer of their lives, not everyone has, but B if they're a camp person, they're going to know how important that job is and they're going to know what you went through. So they want to hear your story because it'll help them, the interviewer, relive their camp experience and you'll connect on a really cool level that a lot of other candidates who haven't worked at camp will. So um, we think that might be useful for possibly this summer. Yeah. I, I, dude, Kim's episode was so great. I think interviewing her was such a highlight. I think Matt probably remembers me being like a little kid listening, like getting to talk to her and listen. Um, and we've had some other great people on the show as well uh, that you could go and check out. Uh, Dr. G was with us at one point and uh, we love those shows. They were so phenomenal and the information is just beautiful. So please go check them out and uh, give them a listen. But that does bring up a great point. And this is a part of the show where we want to move a little bit more into a little bit of the current events. So obviously we're looking back at season two, but while we were recording season two, my hair wasn't growing just super long because of choice. There was this wonderful thing called COVID-19 that was happening to our world. It hit everybody and camps 
are getting hit too by it. The one thing that I'll say, we're recording this on a day that I think is both tough for Matt and I. Um, officially today, my camp, Camp Jewel, officially said that we will not be running overnight programs this summer. Um, the state of Connecticut that we're located in said that overnight camps will not be allowed this year. We obviously are going to follow those rules for the safety of all of our campers. But uh, it's a tough pill to swallow. And I also don't want to speak just for Matt, but I know that Ontario has also made the decision that camps will not be happening as well. And that's tough, <laughs> man. It's tough when, when we look at our lives and I know for myself, I dedicate everything to camp. Like I live here, I eat here, I sleep here. My hobby is camp. My job is camp. And I can understand that there are a lot of counselors out there, a lot of campers, a lot of parents, a lot of families who are going to be missing camp this summer. And Matt and I just wanted to talk a little bit about what that kind of means for the camp community as a whole, but also kind of saying, hey, counselors, we care about you. We know what it means to lose camp. And we want to talk to you a little bit about what's going on and how it is so tough. So Matt, do you want to kick us off a little bit? Yeah, yeah, thanks. And it is it is a tough day and it sucks. And I, I wanted to start by saying that it sucks and giving you permission to say that it sucks. It's okay to have that moment of pause and, and, and man, I'll be, I'll be honest. I've teared up a couple of times. The camp that I grew up at, you know, had to make that official announcement today when the, when the government said that no overnight camps could run. And that's wild. I, I can't imagine, you know, I feel so lucky and grateful that I've got, to, I've had almost, you know, 14 full summers of, of summer camp. And, and I can't imagine what it was like, what it would be like to miss, even one of them, right? And even though camp is, will probably be back in 2021, that's, that's a long time since then, right? And um, what's given me some solace in this, this time of sadness is just my, I have a, a core group of friends and we talked about how to make friends on, an, on one of our episodes. And, I, and I, in that episode, I think I said that, you know, 95% of my friends and 99% of my closest friends are all camp people. And I'm lucky that I've had the chance to stay connected with them in this time so that we could have that moment of, yeah, this sucks together. So what I would, what I would say is after you've had that time to, whether it's cry or whether it's be angry, whether it's be sad, um, those emotions are okay to start with. And then, you know, let's, let's talk about what's next. And what's next is finding a way to stay connected with your camp community. And whether that's your friends, your co-counselors, whether that's volunteering at, if your camp is going to do something like virtual programming this year, maybe there's a role you as a counselor, there's definitely a way that you can help and bring one of your passions. If you go back to episode, the very first episode of our podcast, I believe it was planning perfect programs and you can make an awesome online program or a way to help kids enjoy their times while they're not at camp. Um, you could help your camp with fundraising. You could, there's a lot of things that you could do. Um, and then if you, if you have the option to work at a summer camp, so maybe your state is allowing camps to go, or maybe your state's allowing like, so Ontario, we can right now, they said we can do day camps, but not overnight camps. Um, you can still think about working at camp if that's what you want. First of all, it's not abandoning your camp to go work at another camp. You're helping serve a need somewhere else. And two, you can always come back. 
right? That's not going to hurt. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to hurt your, it will likely not hurt your chances, right? I don't see why getting another year of experience um, can help you in that way. Or you can choose to take a summer off and that's okay too. And I'm going to say it here and then Oliver's going to tell you twice more and then I'm going to tell you again that we want to see you back in 2021 though because there's more good you have to give. And the skills that you've learned, whether it's through this podcast or through your past experiences, are so, so needed in the lives of kids. So be sad, then get connected, and then come back. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I'm taking a moment here to listen to that. It, <laughs> yeah. You hit home, man. Uh, I think the biggest thing that I'm struggling with, and I know talking to some of my staff, um, having some of our campers email is us here at camp is there are some who can accept it, right? They look at camp and they understand the situation, what's going on. And they go, all right, cool. It's one more thing that's getting canceled. Right. And then there are a lot of people who have had camp in their lives for a long time or uh, in the short time that camp was in their life, it meant a lot to them. And they've been looking forward to this. They thought this was a guarantee. They're so used to it. Um, this may be the first thing that truly COVID is taking away from them, right? Like school may not have been a huge deal for them. Um, it wasn't a graduation year. They didn't have a sport this spring that they were really excited about playing, but camp was that first thing. Yeah. And you, as a camp director, it's so easy to recognize these people. And I feel, trust me, I feel for you. I spend nine months of the year getting ready for these few months. And I have had a little bit more time, obviously, to process the fact that I don't have control. I am not a doctor who's going to find an immediate cure for this. I am not a politician who can form the government around or government policies about what I want to happen. Um, I am somebody who is listening to people who are in control of those things and have to live with the decisions they make. And it's a struggle, right? to not have control over something that people are taking away from you that you really care about. And I understand that. Um, with that being said, there are things that you can control right now, right? Hopefully we can start looking at summer 2021 as a healthy and ready summer. And even today, my way of coping with telling families that we wouldn't be able to run summer camp 2020 this year was I opened up a folder on my computer and I started writing down notes for summer 2021. And that was what kind of got me through today as I'm answering phone calls and letting families know that, hey, we're not going to be able to run camp this summer, but I want to make sure that summer 2021 is going to be a fantastic summer for you. And that's how I got through today because I'm looking at camp and I'm saying, hey, man, like this summer, it wasn't our summer. It wasn't our chance to make something great. But you know what? I'm pretty sure right now, summer 2020. 21 is going to be looking great. And that's what got me through today. And if it helps you knowing that you can problem solve for the future in a place where you do have control, please take advantage of that. Cause, um, that's, I think super, super important. With that being said today, I was setting goals for myself, right? I'm saying what I want 2021 to look like. That's the next respective summer that I have to look forward to. Um, I may, we may run programming here at Camp Tool. We just don't know yet. We're not at that point. Uh, I may have to make some goals for 2020. Right now, I started setting some goals for 2021. So let's talk a little bit about what kind of goals we're setting looking at the future. Matt, are you have any goals coming up right now for yourself? 
Yeah, look, I wanted to kind of break it down, and I think you had some ideas too about you know we'll give you the different scenarios because maybe you 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 might be at camp this summer in some capacity, and maybe your 2021 is going to be your first year. So let's do 2020 first. That if you are going to be at camp, this is your summer to be the best team player. Camp is not going to if you are at camp, it is not going to look like the camp that it did last summer. Right. If camps are allowed to open, and so for Ontario, if day camps are allowed to open, there's going to be a ton of changes that have to be made. The American Camp Association has been working really hard this past month, or probably even before this past month, past month, to come up with some recommendations for how camps can run, and and it is a huge list of how things are going to look different. So if you are finding yourselves as a counselor of one of those camps that are that is running, this is the time to get on board right? It's going to be weird. It's going to be different, but that's okay. That's the best that your camp can do at that point. And if you can't hug people, you need to get away from that being the only thing that makes camp camp, right? You can still build relationships. You can still have fun. You can still do a lot of, you you can still accomplish a lot of the same goals that you would as being a really great counselor, except you'll just have to find a more creative way to do that, right? So, and if you can do that without complaining and without pining for, you know, this isn't the way that it should be, of course it's not. It's not ideal. Um, and if your camp is running, then, it, you know, not just for the safety's sake, but for the preservation of the camp experience for campers, then, you know, you just need to get on board. If you're not at camp, then there's this word that people use um, in the like the corporate world more, or sometimes in the the ministry world if they're for ministers, and that's the word sabbatical. Um, and if you've never heard the word sabbatical before, that basically means a time off to study or a time off to work. And it's usually a it's usually a paid holiday. Sometimes this is big in the university the university professor world as well, whereas they work for four years and then they take a sabbatical so they can maybe travel to another country and meet some academics from other places or work on a personal project that's kind of related to teaching, but not so much. And the point of that is that in that time, it's not just a vacation, it's a time to learn and a time to grow. So if you don't have that opportunity to be at camp or that's not an option for you or you choose not to have it, Take that time to learn and grow as much as you can. There's tons of books to read. I know Oliver has a stack of books that he buys every year, so I'm sure his library is is thorough if you want to contact him. There's lots of our podcasts to listen to. There's tons of other camp podcasts to listen to. And I'll put some of those in the show notes to get you started. But treat this as a sabbatical, as a learning opportunity for you to grow. And then my goal for 2021 is come back and kick the crap out of that summer. Be the best, most amazing camp counselor. And don't even let, people won't even know that you missed a summer because you're going to be that amazing when you come back. So um, a sabbatical followed by an awesome 2021 or a great 2020 at camp. And then you'll be even more grateful for how awesome camp is in 2021 when you can finally hug people again. Yeah, I think I'm going to reiterate everything you said, I feel. Um, going into summer 2020, if you are indeed lucky enough that your camp is going to be running, and I say lucky because camp will be open, you'll get to be a part of it, but it also means that you are getting a responsibility, right? You as a counselor are going to be fundamentally one of the most important people in making sure that camp is safe. 
Okay. And I want you to know that because for the camps out as somebody who is now no longer going to get to be a part of overnight camp this summer, as the person who has been preparing for it and looks at it and says, all right, let's do this. Let's do this. And then has it kind of pulled out from under you. I want to say to you as the person who's going to get to this experience, do your best to be as safe as possible. You're going to be representing camps as a whole. I know that is a huge weight to have on your shoulders. Um, don't focus on it too much. Focus on the 10 kids you have on your cabin and making sure that they have a full, enriching, safe summer. And you will do a great job at representing what camps are meant to be, which is a place of solitude, safety, and fun for all who come. And I think that's really important. I know I'm putting a huge weight on your shoulder. I feel bad doing it, but I want you to know it is so important what you're doing this summer because you are representing what we do here at camp. And that is creating these environments where campers can safely navigate the dangers of the world in an environment that is fun and exciting. So you thank you for doing what you're doing so, so well. And then turn the safety aspect of camp into a fun aspect of camp, right? Like be the counselor who makes cabin cleaning fun. Be the counselor where cleaning up after yourself in an area is not a big deal. Be the counselor who is not going to question every single thing that an authority figure says because it's bringing it down around camp, right? Learn about, remember we talked about feedback. We talked about what you need to do. Um, I do imagine camp being a, very strict this year with the rules and the structure of camp. And as a great counselor, I think this year following those rules and following those safety requirements is going to be really important for you as sometimes challenging as it might be. Mm-hmm. And then with summer 2021, you are coming back to a camp that will be hopefully post-COVID world with the ramifications of what it has carried with it. So there will be changes in camp. But I'm going to reiterate exactly what Matt says. Make it grand. Don't settle. Make it amazing, all right? Spend this entire time getting ready. Listen to the podcast. Read the books. Do what you need to do. Take that sabbatical, right? And be the best counselor you can come into, all right? Don't lose the skills. If it means going to another camp and learning another camp's strategies, go for it. And then most importantly, camp is going to need you in 2021, right? Every single year, counselors fall into the next year, right? We repeat. We have counselors who come back. I know as myself as a camp director, I know that other camps have talked to this about uh, talked about this with me, is there is this fear that we're going to lose a lot of staff who are not just going to come back because they didn't get to be at camp in 2020, so they might not be here for 2021. We want you back. We need you here. Your knowledge, your love for camp, those are all things that camp still wants to see. So make sure that when you're making your plans for summer 2021, that camp is in them because we want you here. We need you here, and we can't wait to see you again. And Matt, do you have another goal you want us to go over before we end? I want to unpack something just really quick. And Oliver, you might have a couple of thoughts on this too. My theory is that if you can make the choice to come back to camp and you don't come back to camp, I think we season three, Oliver, we should do a whole episode on like when to know when not to come back to camp. I think that would be a really good one. But I think one of the reasons that it happens is because people forget how camp feels. 
They forget the feelings that they have while they're at camp, whether it's those late nights working with a camper who's missing home and then seeing them triumph over that or planning an amazing game like or creating something wacky or it was a cool skit. You, you forget about those feelings as the wear and tear of the school year comes on. And I want to point it out and call it out here that we're definitely in danger of that. As an industry as a whole and as a person, for you as a camp counselor, you might forget what it feels like to be at camp. And that's all the more reason for you to stay connected with each other during this time and journal and um, watch camp videos, watch slideshows, um, the research that you do and the skills that you learn to help put all those in context. Um, if you have a way to run programs online, it's not just doing it to help camp, but it's doing it to help yourself remember because you will forget because life is going to be hard between now and 2020, summer 2021. It might be hard because of COVID or it might be hard just because life can be hard sometimes. Um, but the biggest danger I can see is that you'll forget how great camp feels despite how hard of a job it is. Um, and Oliver, I don't know if right now you have any thoughts on, on you know, how, to keep either, how to keep that connection alive or, or what to watch out for if, if you notice that starting to happen in yourself. But um, I just think that you need to put in a little bit of extra effort over these next you know, 13, 14 months to make sure that you're still feeling that camp love between now and then. Yeah, I, the only thing, it's be so easy to walk around the world, and I think we do this in every profession in some sort, but especially in the camp one, is sometimes we catch ourselves walking around and we go, oh man, if only that person had camp, they'd be so much happier, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that, that person obviously didn't go to camp. Look how upset they are. Look how they're handling the situation. Um, yeah. And I think I, uh, we, at the end of camp, we do a candlelight ceremony. And one of the things that I always end on is the fact that when you leave camp, you go out to make the world a better place, right? Um, it, it's the essence of the speech that I give, right? And mm -hmm. a belief that I have in camp is that, you know, we practice these things like honesty, respect, responsibility, and caring are core values here at the YMCA. Um, but every camp has something probably similar to it. And I think that in order to not forget that camp happiness, that beauty that camp gives you, it's going out this summer and going out in the fall and the winter and the spring leading up to summer 2021 and saying to yourself, how can I make my camp inside of me affect other people? And an acronym, acronym that I always loved was camp is C-A-M-P, creating amazing moments and people and if you continue to do that even if you're not at camp you are going to keep camp alive at least in your hearts and that positivity is going to be brought to the world that camp is meant to be and i really hope that the positivity that you can expand and continue flowing through yourself into others will be something that will happen all 2020 all 2021 and we'll see you in the summer of 2021 continuing to reflect that those values so oh, that's brilliant oliver it, it that gratitude is so important and I, I think one of my favorite hashtags that i've seen on social media is um hashtag thanks to camp there's a big movement uh that the canadian camp association did that you know talked about why camp was important but but totally you walk around the world and you're like man camp really showed me how i could deal with this situation or camp really um 
gave me the tools to help this person or this situation when they were in need. Um, and that kind of just taking that gratitude and maybe that's part of a gratitude journal or a, um, just a daily reflection on how you've seen camp change your perspective and outlook or um, where the world needs it a little bit too will remind you of the importance of it. So Oliver, thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. That That's brilliant. Brilliant. All right. Well, Matt, I'm going to say that is our get ready for summer 2020 and summer 2021, if so need be. But um, if you're going to get ready, do those things. You'll be ready for summer camp. Keep that positivity in your soul. Um, if you do want to reach out for us, you can do so. You can give us suggestions for season three and what kind of things you want to hear. If you want to grow and connect and commiserate over the summer, please reach out to us by contacting us. Matt, what is the best way to get a hold of you if we want to talk about anything related to summer camp or just maybe life in general? Yeah, for sure. I want to I want to kind of extend that invite because, you know, if, if you're not at camp over the summer, Oliver and I are likely not going to be at camp in the same way over the summer. So we want to still have share some space and some time to laugh and um, and that commiserate. If, if you want to say it sucks to someone, I will be the first person to be like, you're right. It does suck. Um, so if you want to do that, you can get a hold of me, Matt, M-A-T-T at gocamp.pro or my uh, camp name is Iscus, I-S-C-U-S, and you'll find me there on uh, Instagram posting there. Oliver, yeah. how about you? Yeah, if you want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me through email, which is oliver.gregan at ghymca.org. You can also reach out to me on Facebook, which is just my name, so you can find me there pretty easily. Um, like I said, uh, we are not going to be having overnight camp here in the state of Connecticut, but uh, if your camp is doing something cool and just wants some uh, loser camp director to show up and look around and be really curious about your camp, because... Um, to be honest, that's how I vacation. Um, <clears throat> you can reach out to me and say, hey, come check out our camp and we can walk six feet apart from each other and look at your camp and talk camp stuff. Uh, cool. If you have visitors this summer, if not, just Zoom me or something. I don't know. It's a digital <laughs> age. But if you did enjoy listening to today's show uh, and you want to invite me, uh, we'd be so grateful that you left us a review wherever you were listening to this podcast. Your ratings and reviews not only tell us what you like and don't like about the show, but it also helps boost our rankings and helps other people discover the show, making more great counselors across the countries of everywhere in the world. And as we take this summer off uh, for us to figure out what's next, or maybe we'll, you'll, we'll, we'll return with something, who knows? But you'll definitely hear from us again in September as we start a new season of First Class Counselors. In between now and then, we would be even more than a rating and review. We'd be so grateful if you told a friend about this podcast. And maybe that's a way where you can learn and grow together is that you listen to a show and have a little podcast club. And you, maybe you can make some s'mores over Zoom or in person if you're allowed and talk about how to be a first class counselor. That would be awesome for us. You can find all of our past shows, again, wherever you get your favorite podcast. But we also put together some pretty substantial show notes for each episode, and you can find those at camphacker.tv slash FCC, and you'll find uh, some other Go Camp Pro podcasts out there as well as our show. So that is where you can find all that information. Yeah. It's been a wonderful second season with you guys. We hope you got to listen to as many episodes as you could, and we hope you listen to us more when we go to season three. But for right now, 
Thanks for listening, friends. And remember, campus camp and camp's all good. Thanks for the season, friends. We'll talk to you later. First Class Counselors is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, summer camp leadership training and marketing consultants. Thanks for listening, friends. Hey, Camp Rose, we love that our industry is built on sharing. In order to foster that spirit, we hope that whenever you share an idea that you learn from the Camp Hacker podcast, conference, summer camp professionals group, or wherever else, that you're quick to give credit where credit is due. That way, we can all encourage more camp pros to share the tips and tricks that will make camp better.